This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash Living Proof New York. The fucking 80s, 70s and 80s was not good. It's not like, uh, you know... New York now, you know. New York, I mean, like you hear in the news how uh, how dangerous it is outside. It's always been fucking dangerous, you know. I don't walk down the streets looking over my shoulder anymore, you know. But back then, I swear to God, I was always, you know, I always felt like there was somebody just about to jump me or fucking, you know, take my bag or trip me or something. It's, you know, it was. It was like that, you know. I don't even know. I used to live in this neighborhood in Flushing. And, uh, yeah, we were getting chased all the time just by kids, you know, random kids. Like, yo, why are you looking at me? And then it's like 20 dudes fucking chasing you. It's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. what do you it's... think the main differences are with this era and that era and growing up in this time period versus that time period and what that shit does to your mind, always looking over your shoulder. Because it's funny, with all the shit that I see on the news and on the shit that I see on the train, the New York Post, I'm talking about only on the news I see. I don't really see it in person as much. I'm always looking over my shoulder when I'm walking. Like, I'm always looking over my shoulder because I just see a maniac attack somebody on the train for absolutely no reason. Um, But back then, I can't imagine... Imagine, like, if you're looking at over your shoulder now and people think it's dangerous now, how well, it was then. Well, you know, I mean, I guess it all depends on uh, the person you are at the time. Like, back then, you know, I was a fat Asian kid, you know, <laughs> with braces. <laughs> so, of course, you know, you see that kid and you're like, yo... That kid, I can take something from him real quick. So I knew that about me. But what could I do? You know what I mean? So I always had to be tougher than I felt, you know? And uh, you know, it, it, teaches you, uh, it teaches you a lot about yourself, about your environment, you know? What do, what do you think uh, graffiti did for your life at that time period? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what you mean back in the 80s yeah i mean during the time period where i I meant more so like the time period where you're growing up and you're just you're literally experiencing so much shit you're living fully fucking bananas bro like graffiti was you know was everything to me growing up because it introduced me to so many fucking people you know, um, for instance, back, I don't know, this must, this must have been like a year before I started writing, writing, or, you know, I knew about it, but didn't even start to do it. Um, my brother and I, you know, he, my brother told me, yo, you got to check this fucking place out, this gallery. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever, I like art. And he took me down to Soho, and we looked into this gallery space, and it was fucking Keith Haring, but the gallery was closed. So do you ultimately think that graffiti 
in general, not for you, but in general, is a positive thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it taught me a way of seeing the world that um, that people may never even, you know, come to come to realize, you know, it makes everything just so much better. You know, there are people who uh, who yearn for things. They don't even know what they're yearning for, but they think they they never uh, they never they they always think that there's something better out there for them and they uh they waste their whole lives away you know just like never being satisfied whereas you know this showed me instant satisf- uh, satisfaction um like it it showed me a path that just really brings me a lot of enjoyment and um you know, there's there's something I I'm listen, you know, you, you learn something at an early age and I have to believe that, you know, your brain chemistry adapts to uh to enrich your interests. You know what I mean? You become more receptive to that. So it starts early on and then it just gets uh uh it grows. But if you don't feed it you know, and if if you get pleasure from it and you don't feed it, then it stagnates and you get depressed. So you always have to, you know, you have to see art everywhere. You know, you when the sun is out and it's, you know, it's bright and everything is really clear. You go out and you, you look at trees, you, you look at flowers, you learn about, you know, the uh, universal geometry you know what I mean? Like you you see like you see all these plants and how they're structured and it gives you an understanding of what, you know, how everything uh how everything vibes, you know. I, I I can't think of a better word than vibe right now. But um you know, people have to be receptive to uh, to the universe. Oh my God, I'm going to sound like one of those guys, but it's true. <laughs> it's true, you know. If you open your eyes and you open your your mind, uh, there's all of these fucking signals. They're practically slapping you in the face. You just have to be open to receiving them. And I try to try to do that on a daily basis. Things that uh, might might pass me by if I'm not looking. So I always try to be aware. You know, my wife always used to think that I was a fucking weirdo because I'm always stopping it and staring at bicycles, bro. Bicycles are nuts. They're my, you know, I don't even have to want to ride it or anything. It's just like, there's just something beautiful about, you know, you can see, you can imagine the person riding, you know, the, the type of person that rides that bike. You know, it's, you know, that's a different thing. You know, a lot of people will will understand, especially if you grew up in New York and, uh, bicycle messenger culture you know people get off on that kind of shit this was a segment from the diego 127 interview the full episode is available on our patreon as well as episodes from mike iraq tessa mta save kst bat ola cash Four, xsm host 18 wayne cod less sake and dual risks members can also opt to join our product here 
We send out products like silver mops, books, prints, and sticker packs to our members every month. Link is in this episode's description.